everyone. Welcome back to the show. We are back after another little delay for life and things. We are back. We are not in the studio today, of course, as you can see. We are back into the Zoom for other reasons, but uh, we're here. We're going to do the show. We're going to get through it. It's going to be a good time. So first off, uh, how you doing, Brian? How's things with you and everything going on in the world of the Kazaska? Oh, wow. <laughs> a lot has happened. Um, but before I get into it, I just want to get this way out of the way. We are a little bit like two weeks away. Yes. From Cliff's Big Con comic book toy and collectible show Sunday, May 28th from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. Over 75 dealers will be there. Special guests, Pokemon, Funko Pop, comics, toys, you name it, we will have it. There will also be a costume contest with cash prizes. Um, also, it's $5 to get in. It's going to be the Double Tree Hotel, 42 Century Drive, Bristol, Connecticut, 06010. Um, I've been plastering this out every weekend. We're getting close. I will be there. It should be a great show. I will be there. It's a three-day weekend. So if you're like, I don't want to spend my Sunday inside, but you'll have Monday off. So yeah. come on down, man. Um, should be a good time. Um, looking forward to doing it. It's going to be my first show since last year. Well, actually, my first show since February. February yeah, we had yeah two February did Scott show. So. so we're going to have this one. Then we're gonna have Scott show, and then yeah. we're gonna have Andrew show. Yeah. So for the next three time of year. months, yeah, yeah. So come on down; it should be a good time. But yeah, it will be. And Matt Ryan's gonna be there as well. He'll be, uh, I believe, the next uh, issue of Brenda. Brenda will, will debut at the Cliffscon show at the end of the month. So. Yeah, and, and uh, there's I also that. So Matt Matt Ryan should be excited. The new Conan, I think, comes out in July. Yes. Yeah. There's also a, a free comic book day for that. So nice. He was excited uh, about that as well. Yeah. Uh, I know uh, Max, it was a uh, success, very busy there. Uh, I know Matt Ryan was there. Um, I went on Friday, I donated some food. Um, yeah. But I, I don't go because it's, it's chaos. It's chaos. Yeah. You know, and yeah. I don't want to be in the way. They got nothing things to worry about. So well, like I, I like I like had the conversation with Matt and I've said it to other guys like free comic book day isn't for people who read comics. Free comic book day is for to bring new people in. So yeah. You know. And if there's no tech, I have really don't have any. Exactly. Yeah. There's no right. Yeah. Uh, the great thing with Matt's is I donate my food on Friday generally, and they always say you can grab something if you want. And I'm like, mm. eh, I'm good. Um, so, but I, I heard it was a success there. Um, so last week we, um, saw guardians on Thursday. Yes. Uh, Friday. Two weeks ago now, I think. Yeah. Friday. I started feeling worn down. Yeah. Saturday. I was full blown sick. I mm. got the flu. Um, yeah. And I had uh, high fever, aches, no appetite. I had I, I had the gambit. I wasn't throwing up, thank God. Yeah. Thank um, I had no appetite, so I barely didn't throw anything up. Yeah. Then 
unfortunately, I gave it to Allison. So she got sick. She started getting sick on Monday. Now, I got my flu shot. So it lasted for me about seven days. Allison hit harder because she never got her flu shot because she doesn't leave the house for one. Yeah. Um, So she just started feeling better like yesterday. Um, Yeah. Her fever didn't break till Friday. Uh, I started feeling better this past Friday. By this mm. weekend, I was pretty. I'm pretty much over it now. Yeah. Um. It takes a lot out of you. You're just tired. Um, yeah. So, on top of that, um, I had to get my blood work done. Uh, which I'm yeah. uh, deathly afraid of needles. Um, only because I've passed out not once, mm. but twice. I-, I got my flu shot and my COVID booster last yeah. October. For some strange reason, I've never had this problem, but I didn't eat or something. I, The whole room started to spin at CVS, and I Ooh. passed out in their chair. And no, nobody came to my aid. <laughs> I, I'll probably take a homeless guy taking a nap. Yeah. Um, so uh, um, I'm getting my colonoscopy tomorrow, Mark. Yeah. So today I'm on a liquid diet. The old road router. And I start my uh, diarrhea uh, inducing medicine yes. at 5 p.m. today. Yes. So I had to give blood work so they can make sure my blood work is good for yeah. the procedure. Yeah. Now I was like, okay, I got to get this done. Yeah. So I, I'm like, Allison, can you come with me? Let's bring a snack. If I pass yeah. out, we get there. We tell the lady, we say, listen, I've passed out. And she goes, you know what? Um, we'll have you see someone else. Yeah. And Allison goes, they're going to put you in the little kid room. I know it. Yeah. Yep. So we go in there. It, we're in the, the room for little kids. But bonus, there's a the, the chair I mm. can lay down. Yeah. Now, the other chairs you have to sit up. So yeah. the woman was super nice. I lay down. Allison's holding my hand. I'm, I'm squeezing her hand. She's like, don't look. So they get they get the um, the needle in my arm. I feel yeah. the pinch. And it's all in my head. I know it's all in my head. It wasn't that bad. Yes, I have the same kind of thing. But you know, the trick they taught me was you take your, your thumbnail and you jam it into your finger. So that before they do it. And then you don't feel it as bad. Right. And I even had another, when I get mine done, I tell them about that. And they do the trick now where they stick their thumbnail into my arm first. Then they slide the needle over top of their thumbnail. So I'm already getting the pain from the thumb. So I don't realize it's the needle going in. Well. Tricks so, of the trade, as they say. Yeah. I mean, I didn't know that. But anyway, I, I it wasn't that bad. So here's the kicker for me. The woman's here. Yeah. I'm looking at Allison. Yeah. And the woman's like, I'm not getting any blood over here. I got to go to the other arm. And I'm like, oh. God damn you. Ugh. That's the worst. So I can't find a vein. Yeah. Yeah. So she goes to the other arm. And Alice comes on the other side. She fills up three vials of blood. All good. Mm. Um, she lets me stay and lay down. Yeah. I had a hat on. We take the hat off. She's like, take your mask off. You got to like breathe. You got to breathe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I took my mask off. Um, and we're just talking to her and had a great conversation. She's very nice. And, you know, 
we're laughing about stuff. And I was good. I was all good. Yeah. We got in the car. I had a snack. Felt good. So got that out of the way. And then on, uh, that's when I first started feeling sick. And uh, Monday, I had to bring my cat in to get his blood work done. Now, fast forward to Friday, I get a phone call from my vet saying the cat, you know, his vitals are, it's, it's really rough. He's going to be going on anesthesia. He's got a mouth mm. problem. We can't get in there. We need to get in there because he's in a lot of pain. Yeah. His vitals, it's, there's a good chance he may, may not make it, it, may not make it. I'm yeah. letting you know. So that's why I didn't go to D&D because I was like, my gut is telling me that yeah. if I don't have, if I can't, plus he needed to be on pain medication every eight hours. Yeah. So I'm not D&D from two to 11. Yeah. I got to be home to give, because he would not take the medication from Allison, only me. Yeah. So, um, and plus getting over the flu, maybe it was probably the best. Yeah, probably the best idea. So I stayed home with, uh, buddy, the cat, and we, yeah. we we hung out. And um, today I dropped them off at eight this morning. Mm. Uh, they said they'll call with any any issues. I'm hoping he survives. Yeah, he he's got a pain. He's got such a pain in his mouth he can't eat solid. Mm. Um, and we've been waiting for this appointment for three weeks. Yeah, so he's been on pain medication for three weeks. Hey, hey. I know. And then I. Allison gets to drive me to Bloomfield to get my colonoscopy tomorrow Eesh. one one in the afternoon. Jeepers. It's a it's a two fifteen butt cleansing. There you go. Yeah. So man, it, getting old. Yeah. Well, this this colonoscopy is mostly to figure out help figure out um my my uh my my digestive problems hmm. that I've been having for forever. Um, aren't you just lactose isn't that just the stick of the thing no dude you don't know the half of it there's yeah. there's pro i stay away from lactose but sometimes it's not even that mm. i'll eat a normal lunch like yeah. grilled chicken a vegetable or whatever mm. and my stomach is like evacuate evacuate yeah. and um sometimes there's no rhyme or reason and yeah, we just uh, figure out what's wrong with me. Hmm. So this is what the colonoscopy is there for. Yeah. Uh, so we'll be doing that tomorrow. I'll be reporting back all of it next week. Yeah. Report again. Yeah. Um, and you know, Allison's had like two or three, um, hmm. so I can do it. I, I, yeah. I, you know, I know I'm gonna go. I'm gonna pass out, and the next thing I, I will them waking me up. Yeah. And it will be over. So, yeah. I did have some funny ideas though. I was like, I told yeah. Allison, I go, what if we put googly eyes on my butt cheek? So when they lift my gown, there's two googly eyes looking back at them. Or, or we put a, I want to put a sticky note that says, I hope you enjoyed your stay. Please sign the guest book on your way out. <laughs> Allison's like, you, if you want to do that, go right ahead. That's what she tells me. Mm. She's like, yeah, hilarious. I think they're funny. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe I'll do it. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but anyway, that, that has been my week. I, you know, I'm a little bit nervous cause I'm hoping my cat survives today. I, yeah. I my gut is telling me he should be fine, but you never know. Yeah. You never he's know. Old, he's old cat. Yeah. Um, and 
I'm not that nervous for tomorrow. I think I'm more nervous about drinking all that crap I got to drink at five o'clock. Oh, yeah. It'll clean you out. Yeah, yeah. My dad did it. It cleaned him out. Yeah. And and I don't have any problems in that department, yeah. to be honest all with that, you. All that uh, big league chew from when you were nine years old is going to be coming right out. Yeah. The, the watermelon seeds that you were yep. told not to eat when you were yep. a kid. It's all, uh, uh, all that gum, you know, that yeah. hangs out in the corners of your stomach. Yeah. So anyway, that's that's my life. And then, you know, of course, this Saturday, uh, this is what I'm I've been looking forward to. This is what this is what my state is happening. Yeah, we get to see Blink-182 with Tom. I've been staying away from like I'm on the Reddit board. And the cool thing is each each city town they go to gets a special tour poster that's made only for that event, a special tour shirt that's only made for that event. So there's two things I want to pick up. Um, Noted. And I want to get to the merch table early. Um, yeah. And hopefully I can put this up in the car and not have to carry it around. Yeah. That would be ideal. Um, but They've man, given out like a roundabout time frame of how long they're playing? I think they're maybe playing an hour or 20 times. That's perfect. How many pre-show acts? Like how many warm-up Turn, acts? Turnside tables are the only opening act. Oh, only one. This is great. If you can get a three-hour show, I'm happy. Oh, it's... I'm, a, I'm an old man now. All these waiting around for long performances. I think Turnside table, they'll probably be on like half, at an, hour, half an hour. And then there'll be a quick changeover. But yeah. like, um, uh, like, I am very excited. I am very yeah. excited. Um, yeah, last time we saw Blink 182, I had a broken leg. Yeah, uh, wait a minute. No, didn't you see them with Weezer and Blink too with us? Didn't you go to that show? I swear to god, you went to that show. No, it was in Hartford. We had this conversation before. I don't think I went to that one. I swear to god, you did. Um, last one I went to for Blink. Was that the Xfinity? It was yep. with you. Yeah. But it had to be like when I had my broken leg, I think. And that was well, that like, was our first was concert together. We no, saw it wasn't. me and you, our first concert together? First concert together was Foo Fighters Weezer at Bridgeport with the uh, Yeah, yeah, yes. Well, it was hot hot heat. Or hot hot heat, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I thought Blink was. No. Well, they were around the same time. Or around the same time, time yeah. Yeah. Um, but man, I'm excited. I'm excited. So I got today colonoscopy to get through. Yeah. And then, uh, I get to have, I look forward to the big concert, the big show. So should yeah. we get time, Mark? I am, I am very excited to go. Um, I'm pumped. Yeah, you get to hang out with the Kazaska brothers for a day. That's going to be yeah. it. Yeah. my brother. Yeah. Should be good. Anthony would be entertaining. Yes, as always. Um, as always. Yeah. Well, just be happy it's that one, not the other one. <laughs> um, I paid to listen to them sing, not you talk. Yes. Um, yes. So, anyway, should be a great time. Speaking of your brother. No, should be a good time. Um, so, yeah, that, man, that has been my week. I really haven't done much other than being very sick yeah and um 
taking care of Allison and now my cat and now yeah. this. So, yeah, I mean, other than the Guardians, which has sat in my head and uh, I constantly think about and I'm very excited to see it again. That mm. was my last two weeks, Marcus. How was your last two weeks? Uh, pretty good. I didn't get sick at all. So that was a good, good thing. That's uh, good. Like I said, we did Guardians when it came out that Thursday. Uh, then after that, kind of did the anniversary thing with Claire. Just kind of just, you know, went out to dinner. Had a nice little anniversary quiet. Nothing crazy. Nice. Uh, and then just a regular work week. And then this past weekend, I spent it in Maine for the kart series. First race of the season. So took my <laughs> brother and I. We went to Maine for the weekend. So, yeah, did that. Good little uh, trip. Uh, Saturday, we headed out there. Went to a nice little uh, Days Inn in Brunswick. Got a nice seafood dinner that night. And then the next day, uh, cart racing, and then drove home. Got a little sunburn. Nice. And uh, yeah, still dealing with that. It's on the ears. You can see it's a little. Got to put some sunscreen on that, Marcus. I put it on in the morning, and then just the day it got away from me, and I didn't have a chance to reapply. Whoa, you got to reapply. I know. That sun will get you. It did. It got me. No, but... no joke. It's no joke, Mark. Yeah. I can tell. I've been using the afterburn, right. so. Yeah. 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 Yeah, um, it was, it's, it's down there, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Mark. Yeah, you got to be careful. Yeah. It's been a while uh, since I've gotten a sunburn, so not that yeah. stressed out about it. But well, it was worse the first day. It's gotten way better. It was it was. I look like a, a lobster when I got home. So, yeah. Um, it'd be great yeah. to see you. Uh, well, for the concert, but next week we'll be back. Hopefully, back in the studio. Hopefully, that's the plan. Yeah. See how it goes, schedule wise, and everything. Right, right. Um, but yeah, I, I do like the studio look, and I, I yeah. think our, our viewers or listen, uh, YouTube has been pretty good. Um, so yeah, I think people like the studio. Yeah, I like it too. Yeah. Um, and I know Bobby listens to our show, and you know it sucks that we we both missed D and was actually really looking yeah. forward to it because I was on my way to Maine, and you were. Yeah, um, I, I mean, if my cat were to pass away today, at least I yeah. knew I had a day with him, and he had yeah. to take his medication. I and I can't like in the D and I'm like I I'm there for more than eight hours. No, no, you're fine. Yeah. You're fine. But like. I know how it goes. I'm excited. I know. You get to hang out with me in the Feywild. Yeah, we get to. Our next game is in June, June yeah. 24th or something like, something like that. that. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I'll be listening to the podcast, which Bob edits and puts together. Yeah. So I'll listen to that to see what's going on. I hope hey, everything. The clip notes version from John. So that way. Yeah. I. Honestly, I haven't read much. I, I, I look at the text. I'm like, oh, my God, what is everybody talking about? And I jump out. Yeah. So I'll kind of like tomorrow. It's mostly Alex. He's very much into it. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, it is. But he's very much into the grand scheme of planning things. And it's a lot of that going yeah. on. So I will definitely uh, read and catch up on all that probably mm. tomorrow after my procedure. When I'm all loopy, then I'll be like, yeah. Yeah, it's um, good time. yeah. But anyway, uh, Marcus, 
So one of the biggest news things that happened. Oh, sorry, I didn't. Before we get into that. Oh, well, well, well. I did watch uh, Muppets Mayhem on the Disney Plus. It's Doctor Teeth and the Electric Mayhem Show. Oh, it's amazing. Is it good? It's really good. It's like one of those things that's made for kids, but also you know got stuff in it for the adults to watch. So you know. Well, it's a Muppets. Yeah. 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 So it was great. It's a lot of, uh, it's all based off Dr. Teeth and Electric Mayhem have had a record contract for 50 years, but have never officially made an album. And it's all about them having to make an album to, you know, fulfill their contract kind of thing. Cool. And hilarity ensues. And hilarity ensues. Yes. Yeah. I'll have to check it out. Yeah, they did a very good job with it. It was very um, fun. Oh, speaking of Muppets and old stuff like that, um, I've been, you know, dubbing my uh, VHS tapes to DVD, yes. and I, I made a uh, YouTube channel which I'm trying to post as much content that I'm that I can with without getting copyrighted strikes. Yes. Uh, so it's uh, the VHS Vault on YouTube, and I have shared it on my Facebook page. Yeah. Um, and I've been, po- uh, I have vi- over 70 videos already ready to go between now and next year. Wow. And what I'm doing is like a dork. I look up when said thing had aired. Yeah. And that's what I, it will be posted. Um, so I have tons of stuff coming out. Um, that's like, very, that's very bright of you. Yeah. It's very bright of me. So a lot of <laughs> cool stuff coming out, like, a lot of MTV stuff old commercials i could um, just post it all at once but i've decided to make up a thing that no one else understands but yeah. i understand but i understand <laughs> yeah so june i got a lot of cool stuff coming out in june so it should be good um but anyway yeah i figured hey why not i'm digitizing all this stuff for yeah. me anyway i'll see what i can put up there and with youtube you can put up a lot um and as long as you put a thing on it saying you don't own the rights to the that doesn't ex- that doesn't exist anymore yeah but if you, you don't like monetize no. it either you just no. let them take you, the copyright hit and just let them yeah there are okay there's some things you're right okay yeah. so basically it'll say it's copyrighted and that you can't you might not be able to monetize this that's yeah. fine i'm not monetizing it. yeah or but here there's different levels that there will be like it's copywritten, it's cool by the artist, it's cool by whatever you're fine. Yeah. Then there's complete, um, it's copywritten, and then in yellow, and that basically means it's going to be banned in certain countries. Yeah. And then you can look to see is it banned in America, and yeah. it will list off every country it's banned on. Yeah. Sometimes it will be banned in Russia, Russia being a big thing, I've noticed. It being yeah. banned in Russia, which I'm, I don't care. Yeah. Um, sometimes it will, I've seen that a couple times. It's like, it will care. say worldwide ban. Yeah. Well, then I delete it and I, what's the point? Yeah. But if it's banned in Russia or a handful of countries, but yeah. it can be seen in the US, I'm yeah. fine. I'm fine. Yeah. So, yeah, there's different levels yeah. um, uh, of the copyright and the copyright stuff. Yeah. And that's the thing too. I've had a couple times randomly 
or like PSAs for some reason when you put like shows up that you've aired on public access and people have come to me volunteers and said oh my show's aired I can't air my show anywhere on YouTube and I'm like oh well what is it and it's like a PSA gets flagged because there's a song in the PSA that gets hit or if it's some actor is in the PSA sometimes it gets flagged for like random things but there is a thing now like YouTube does a thing like you can clip that part out. Yes. Yes. And then you're like, okay, just take that part out of my video and I don't care. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Um, there's so many tools now. Right. It yeah. will be like clip it. It will it will smartly know where the thing yeah. is. And there are some stuff I put up that like um I had a tribute to Andy Kaufman. I taped yeah. off ABC back in yeah. nineteen ninety four. Yeah. And there's tons of clips from SNL. Yeah. Letterman. Yeah. And for some reason, and I refuted those. I said I just wrote back it's part of a documentary. Yeah. Um, and I got it came back saying nope. So I yeah. clicked delete clip and it yeah. just got rid of the clip. Yeah. Unfortunately, that's just the way it is. Yeah. Um, whatever. Um, I still have the original for me. I don't yeah. but yeah, like that, the, that, the, that worldwide pants, they get very temperamental. Well, all the SNL clip, the two SNL clips and the Letterman clip, all three got flagged and yeah. would not allow me to stay up there. So crazy. But anyway, it's still fun. I got a lot of cool yeah. stuff coming out. Uh, it's called the VHS Vault. Um, I have a few things up there right now, but I have, like I said, over seventy clips already scheduled, and I have a buttload more. Man, I am not even. I have. I haven't even made a dent. I have so many VHS tapes I'm going through. Mm. Uh, it's going to take me. I, it's been taking me all winter. It's going to take me all summer. I probably won't finish this project till the end of the year, the way it's going. So it's a lot. Speaking of what's old is new again, uh, May 24th, I'm recording the first uh, episode of the reboot of Equilibrium TV. Ooh. Yes. May first guests for Evermore. For Evermore? Is that yes. Mike Haynes' thing? Mike Haynes' band, new band, yeah. Wow. Yeah. He came in this past Thursday. We did a little walk around like thing and kind of talked out what we we're planning on doing for the show. And he's also gonna uh return as the junior correspondent after his show's recorded. Oh, is he? Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So after this show, he'll be the new uh, host for Nuclear Room TV. Oh, man. Yeah. So it's old as new again. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. We already, uh, have, already have, I think, four or five bands lined up. So Nice. Yeah. <laughs> well, I will yeah. air it. Yeah. Yeah, he was asking, he's like, have you gotten permission from Brian? Does Brian know this is happening? I'm like, yes, I talked to Brian about it. Brian knows it's happening. What do you need my permission for? I don't care. Well, it was our show. So it's yeah. like, you know, he just is wondering if you're going to be involved. I said, he might pop in. I don't know. I, I might try. I, yeah. It all depends. Yeah, it depends on what your work schedule is and stuff, I said. Yeah, it's during the work week. It's a tough yeah. one. Yeah. Um, but That's why I did it on a Wednesday, because it's usually a day where not many things are going on in the public access world. Well, with us, there's always a meeting. But anyway, yeah. yeah, like, yeah, that's exciting. And I'll definitely yeah. air it uh, in my public access. Yeah. 
and you could put it up. We could, you got the login for the ETV. Yeah, no, I'll, we'll get it all back up and running again. We can get that up there on have the to, old ETV yeah. page. Yeah. So. Kick the dust off the old website, off the old YouTube account. You're right there. I heard, I thought I heard a buzzing. So I, okay, here's another story. I come downstairs in my basement, right? Yeah. And I hear a buzzing. And I thought it was a fly. Oh, it's a fly. Yeah. And it's like, bzz, bzz, bzz. And I'm like, what is that? Yeah. My window, the, the, well, that window you see right there? Yes. The one over there, there are two, not bees, but the bigger hornet wasps. Like, yeah. wasps. And they're massive. And they're yeah. trying to get out. And I was just like, uh-uh, uh-uh, what do I do? <laughs> Open the window. So, no, you can't because there's a screen. There's no way. And I'm not putting yeah. my hand them. I put on my vacuum cleaner and I sucked them up. <laughs> I was so fucking scared, man. I didn't mean to swear. I was so scared. Um, because they're big and mm. they're mad and they're trying to get out. I, I sucked them up with my vacuum cleaner. Now you had to get in some way. I know that's how to, to get my bait. So I have been so paranoid. I'm like, where, how do they get in here? You have a, uh, you have a, um, hatchway. Yeah, I do. But I don't think they came in now. If there's a, a any kind of hole in your hatchway, they can get in. And I would check to make sure they haven't built the nest inside there. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. So I, if they build the nest, then you're in, in for an experience. Well, since backing them two up, it's like a horror movie. Mm. I've not heard or seen anything. Mm. That was about, that was last weekend. Now you just think you hear it because you're paranoid. Yeah. No, it's some for, it's from something from outside. Okay. Yeah. Oh my god, it's scary. I really thought there was something <laughs> was back. I got the vacuum wet ready, Mark. When uh Kylie brought Josh over on Saturday, we were heading to Maine. She dropped him off. We were out. They she they brought Holly and the, their dog, and they were in the backyard, and we were sitting on the deck. And Josh looked up on our sliding glass door, and Claire's had been quit smoking so she hasn't been going out there at all so we haven't been back there much they're just like oh look at that you got a little uh, bees nest going on there and they oh, started no. to build a nest and there was one bee like the queen bee basically was there like starting it or someone yeah. was starting it one of the bees so we like waited till it flew away and i was like josh just grab it we'll put it in a ziploc bag and i'll throw it away so he grabbed the nest off threw it in a ziploc bag put it in the garbage Wow, brave. Yeah. Nice. Well, there's nothing else there. It was just a little shell. The, the tiny one, yeah. Yeah. During COVID, I had a small bee or wasp building a nest in my door of my old Ford. Yeah. I got to stop and shop, and this bee kept flying around the car. Yeah. And I opened the door, and inside the door, tiny, 
tiny and I went in bought wasp killer and I'm like spraying it. I get up all the time underneath our deck, like the even like the little banister of the deck on the lawn side. There's always like a little tiny one that they start like a little satellite office. <laughs> and I'm like, nope, we're getting rid of that really quickly. <laughs> Goodbye. Yeah, this is the time of year, man. They start making their little homes everywhere. Yeah. It's either you got to find so you them. You got to keep an eye out as they fly. Like as you see one or two of them, that's usually the sign that there's a there's a little village starting somewhere. I know it's it's scaring me. I mean, these things were big. They were like that long. They're the yellow ones. They're not a bee. It was like the wasp, big one, the big. That's more yeah. of a hornet, I think. But it's yellow. It's yellow. Yeah, that's yeah. a hornet, I think. Well, I back and those hornets. That's it. That's a they they multiply like rabbits, those hornets. Yeah. I, I hate Mother Nature sometimes. Why do you make things such cruel things? Bees, ticks. Speaking I'm of Mother cool. Nature, if you want to watch another YouTube account, check out Brian and Allison's uh, Critter Country website that they have. That's what Backyard Buddies. That's yeah, Backyard, Backyard Buddies, that's the name of it. I knew it was something with something weird. Yeah. So back here, buddy. newest episode of the skunk in the backyard. Was, yeah, had the same kind of occurrence in our neighborhood. We have stray cats that wander our neighborhood now. Oh no! And our neighbor, because the the stray cat had kittens. Oh, so our neighbor started feeding the kittens, and while she was away, the last I think two times ago. I was feeding the kittens and at night I was going to go feed the kittens and uh, I was running late because I came home from work and went to feed them then and went to go towards the back to her backyard. After I fed the inside cats that she has, I looked out the sunny glass door and oh, there's a skunk on the deck. Oh, I'm sure eating the cat food, eating the cat food. No, yeah. like, well, that's a, that's a, that's the end of that. <laughs> I'm not going to be doing that no more. That's what happens. Yeah. Yeah, we we have a possum. We have a skunk. We have uh, a raccoon. We have a fox. Mm. We got it all back here, baby. 3,000 squirrels. And three, yeah, pretty much. (sighs) All right, Mark. Well, the one big thing in news. Yes. (laughs) The writer strike happened. So it has happened. It's been going on, yeah. Uh, unfortunately, all our favorite things will probably be delayed uh, until the writer strike is uh, figured out, and hopefully, except they... for Game of Thrones. No, all everything. Nope. Game of... Yes, Game of Thrones is not even written. They have. I was. I read an article about the beginning of the strike, and they uh, talked to George R. R. Martin, and he had said the scripts for this next season have been written and we will not be doing any rewrites and we are pushing forward with the filming of the second season. Yeah, but that's George R.R. R. Martin. And the, the production confirmed that they have not stopped production. There's pushing through. Well, there you go. So. Well, anyway, most things, you know, um, so hopefully the writers get what they deserve. Um, and it just sucks that these corporations have really. Well, I mean, I, allegedly, the uh, main 
uh, sticking point to this whole thing is uh, Netflix. No, it's not just Netflix. Well, they're like the it's all the, of them. It's all of them, Mark. It's not just yeah. Netflix. Well, I know, but that's like the one that's like most people have been complaining about. It's Netflix. It's it's all these corporations that make billions of all this money, but are not willing to pay the writers what they deserve. Also, the writers now aren't making as much because they're they're going. To, it's a streaming show. It's not a show where you got twenty two episodes. And then after 100 episodes, it's going to get reruns and you're going to get paid. It's a streaming show. So now they want let one of the uh, there's some great information pieces on YouTube that cover the whole logistics of what the writers want. But the big the big thing is it it's the landscape has changed in the last 15 years. You have someone gets hired for a show. They write, the, the, the companies want them to write and they want a smaller writing room. Then they don't want the writers to be on set anymore. A lot of times when you were a writer, you were on set because you had to change dialogue. You had to change things um, and you would learn and you would move forward in the industry where a lot of these companies are not doing that now because they want a faster turnover. Um, yeah. So- also, a writer could come from when they were on network, when network was big, a writer could write for a, a show for 22 episodes. They go on to the next gig and that show could go into reruns and you're getting you're still getting residuals. Yeah. But now when you're writing a 10 episode or eight episode story arc for streaming, the companies are not paying out what they should be to these writers. They're, they're paying them one and done, but their show could be a massive hit on streaming and they're not getting the residuals anymore. So the landscape has changed. So the writers have to fight um, for this because these companies make a lot of money and they can afford it. Yeah. Um, but also these writers are the people who write some of our favorite shows and the quality gets killed when these companies are like, no, we don't want you on set. No, we want you in and out. We want you to write this and you're gone. Um, so they're fighting for bigger writers, a bigger writing room to be in there longer, to be allowed on set, also to keep um, AI out of it, which is another threat. Um, yeah. Which is a horrible, horrible thing. Um, and yeah, these companies can afford it. But Adam Conover, who, who is one of the uh, heads of the union, he's been on CNN. He's been on tons of things talking about this. There's some great information for people to know more. I'm just giving you regurgitating what I've heard. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's all the companies, not just Netflix. It's Netflix. No, I know what I'm saying, but that's Disney. like the one that I know a lot of the writers I've seen with their signs, a lot of them mentioned Netflix. So that's why I was just saying it's but it's all of them. They streaming all services mostly, it. but yes. Yeah. Uh, but like uh shows that are affected, if people are wondering like what kind of stuff. Uh uh all your late night talk shows, Colbert, Jimmy Fallon, Seth Myers, Jimmy Kimmel, uh even uh uh John Oliver's show, uh the one on uh, one on uh, Comedy Central Daily Show, 
stuff like that, all that's uh, halted right now. Uh, even shows that are they're not airing right now, but they're producing or in production for their next season. Uh, shows like Billions, Severance, Stranger Things, stuff like that is all, you know, pretty much shut down right now. Uh, yeah. the, the one thing that happened uh, during the last writer's strike, which lasted like 100 days, I think, in 2007, was the last time. Thir- 13 weeks. Strike. I don't know if that's 100 yeah. days. Yeah, something like that, yeah. Uh, but it uh, brought about the the birth of uh the boom of reality television because it's not scripted and yeah. it doesn't cost the production companies or the, the stations much to produce those shows so we get a lot more reality shows so expect that to come about probably again out of this is you're gonna get a lot more reality type shows that aren't scripted i mean maybe I mean, hopefully not, but yeah, I mean, reality TV is still big, so. Yeah. And there's channels that live off of that stuff, so. Yeah, like like shows like uh, that spawned the reality franchises 15 years ago, like the Real Housewives shows were like the big thing that came out of the last writer's strike. So unfortunately, something like that might happen again. Maybe. It depends on how long this thing yeah. goes for. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> but yeah yeah it will be interesting hopefully um they'll figure it out it won't go 13 weeks but it's already been two weeks i think two going on three yeah yeah they're saying it could last till the end of summer yeah that's pretty big Which is um kind of what happened the last time if i remember correctly it was like right it always seems to like of course they always like make their contracts to the end basically around the old uh broadcast calendar like your your series seasons would end in like the June time frame, May June time frame. So that's what's gonna happen again because you basically have already everything's been filmed for this pre- the season that's just that's happening right now. So you're gonna get to the point where all these shows that you're watching now are gonna finish their seasons and then stuff that would usually pop up after that aren't going to pop up this summer so it's gonna be a very like they call it the dry summer in 2007 there was no new content really coming out yeah there'll be no new tv for a while yeah yeah probably way past september yeah. and the networks don't really i mean hate to say it the networks don't really care that much because it's summer and they don't expect anyone to be watching anything on their channels so they don't really but their new seasons would start in September, yeah. October. Which is so. when the last one ended, because it was like around the time that they start getting ready to production on the fall shows is when the last one like resolved, basically. Yeah. Well, don't forget, though, the landscape has changed. It's it has. Sad, it has. So that's the difference this time around is it's a whole different ballgame. Streaming is seven. So streaming is any time now. Yeah. There's, no, there's yeah. no like a show comes out. Be like, oh, it's coming out in July. It's coming out in August. It's coming out in yeah. Like Netflix dropped the second season of Sweet Tooth, and I didn't even know what's happening. It just kind of appeared, and I was like, oh, that's going on. I mentioned it to you. I said it came out, and you're like, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah. We'll see how this all shakes out. Um, 
So Marcus yeah, writers should get what they deserve. They shouldn't have to yeah. fight for their portion of the pie, so to speak. Seriously, because they're the ones who are bringing these stories to to us. I mean, they're the um the backbone um, yeah. of any great show. The writing is make it or break it. Um, yeah. It makes a great show. It can make a bad show, but the writers deserve to get paid well. And when a show becomes a hit on streaming, they should be allowed to make extra money because of that. And it doesn't just affect, like, I know we're talking a lot about the streaming stuff and that kind of thing, but it doesn't just affect just that, like films, like movies that were, you know, it's going to affect the movie schedules again because, like, films that were supposed to come out are being pushed back or their production halted because the writers aren't there, you know, yeah, or new movies that were planned to be coming out. Might well, come back later than they were supposed to because their writers aren't writing the scripts right now. So all the movies that I think are slated for this year will be coming out. It's the movie, yeah, yeah, no, coming like out next year. year. Yeah, so I'm talking yeah. about yeah, yeah. Um, like stuff that's in the works or is just about to finish up. Like Andor had not finished production on their next season, so that's being halted. <clears throat> Marvel shows that they were starting to get going might be pushed back because they haven't. They're not being worked on right now. Yeah. So uh, there was a couple Marvel shows that stopped production. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, yeah, it will affect. We will feel the effects of this. Yeah. Next year or yeah. the end of this year when it comes to TV. Yeah. Exactly. Um, but yeah, they just deserve it, and it, it's sad when some of the like um they were saying the the head writer for the Bear on FX. Yes, which um, is starting new season soon, and it's amazing, and I'm excited for it. Right. The guy won all these awards and he was working Postmates to make, to uh, pay his rent. Yeah. Which is crazy. It's crazy. It's you're crazy. on a, you're on a, a critically acclaimed show. You're a head writer, you're a head writer and um, you're working Postmates. Doesn't seem right. Doesn't seem right no. at all. No. Um, so that's what they're fighting for. Um, because a lot of these, they say a lot of these guys to make ends meet from gig to gig, they're, they're, they're working like odd jobs just to make ends meet. Which is why it's like that it's kind of brought about the the revolution, not the revolution so much, but just like the thing of the producers of the show. And not only just the producers, they're also the stars of the show and they're the writers of the show. Like Abbott Elementary. Pinta Bronson is the producer, the star, and one of the lead writers of the show. So it's like, because they know that if you just write the show, you're not going to get the the funds that you would if you were in charge of everything and well, also that, being on the show. So it's it was like, her her show idea, too. Um, yeah, but in the first season, I'm saying she wrote and she was working on the writing in the writing room and yeah. starring in the show. And she's also a producer on the show. Yeah. I'm assuming since the show's gotten bigger, she's stepped less into the writing part of it and is more on the other side of it. But but you have you have other gigs where you're a yeah. hired writer to come yeah. on to exactly. work, and yeah. if you're just you're like, oh, we're we're hiring you to do ten episodes of this show that's gonna be on this streaming service. Yeah. Okay, great. I do the ten episodes, but the, and the show becomes a massive hit and it wins all these awards. Yeah, you're done. You're not making anything beyond what they hired you to do. Yeah. Whereas if back ten years ago you were on a, a show 
that became a major hit. You did 22 episodes. There's reruns. You're making money. Anytime re- your episode reran, you got paid. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you have money coming in to sustain you to the next gig. Yeah. Now that has kind of gone away for new writers coming into this. And they're like, yeah, streaming show. It's a one and done. They're yeah, making no, no residuals. It's just there. Yeah. So it's like, it's just like yeah. um, streaming music. These artists weren't yeah. getting paid every time a song is listen to it. Yeah. Well, these writers, they're not making any money even though that show might be watched by billions over the next yeah. month, yeah. you know, they're only getting paid to write and they're off. They're done. Yeah. So yeah, it's a very, it's more complicated than all that, but yeah, it's, it's crazy. Yeah. And there's um, always, you can look into the information and the in-depth stuff. We just kind of just cover the outside of it and then you dig in deeper on your own. But speaking of things that are big news, Brian, the big news in the music industry, I don't know if you saw this, uh, bit of news i'll wait until you finish your drink so i want you to spit it out um the weekend has changed his name on all of his social medias to his real name and is planning to kill the weekend character in his next album i had no idea yeah wow yeah wow yeah he's he really likes to uh create this thing that's kind yeah. of interesting yeah i was reading an article about it this morning that he uh decided to that he said everything that he can say as the weekend and wants to try something new he said he might come down the road he might put out music as the weekend but he's no longer going to be referred to as the weekend he wants to be called by his real name wow i'm yeah. interested to hear this yeah the last album had some awesome videos and there was like yeah. this, like there were like uh, art films and they had like yes. a through line yeah. and yeah. I yeah. really liked them. So I'm interested to see what he does. Yeah. I had no idea. Yeah. So he said he's in the studio now working on it, getting the album done. So nice. His, his plan is to, at the very end of the album, I guess, kill off the, the album, kill the weekend. Nice. I hope yeah. some awesome music videos come out of this. I'm sure they will. I'm sure it will be. Yeah. I mean, it was. I could see that he's been trying to do something along this line. Because uh, they did. He did have a, a house at uh, Universal's uh, Horror Nights this past year. And all the videos I saw of the haunted house is basically that was what he was doing. He was mutilating the character and yeah. basically like at the end of the house the the character is murdered basically or you know along those lines yeah that something along those lines happens so it's kind of like well i mean i could see he's wanting to do something with this character yeah totally yeah yeah the last album yeah I mean all his appearances his face was bandaged up and there mm. was this whole subplot where like yeah there's a lot there's a whole slasher episode uh music. yeah oh it's crazy stuff yeah crazy. even with the super bowl halftime show he had a whole story in that so yeah yeah everybody was bandaged up yeah it's very so, interesting but- that he's his, his whole gimmick is very interesting that he's playing a character called the weekend and it's not him as the weekend 
like yeah in the article he very much it talks about that how the weekend is over here and i play this character on stage and when i do music but outside of that i'm i think his name's abel and that's how i am every day basically yeah yeah interesting yeah all right mark we should Yes. Get into our review of Gardens of the Galaxy Volume 3. It's taken us a couple weeks to get here, but here we are. We're probably the last people you hear talk about this movie. I'm sure you've heard many reviews about it. Uh, You know, it's funny. I have stayed away from all reviews and I've just let this movie sit. Yeah. And I have a lot of thoughts. I haven't watched many, but I know that there's been a contingent of fans that have found this movie very difficult to watch. Well, yeah, it was. Because of the animal stuff. Yes. And uh, I cried. I, I did after getting home, not that night, of course, because Claire was already asleep by the time I got home. But the next day when I was talking to her about the movie, she was like, well, what do you think? And I was like, I think we might have to, like, I might have to, give you more information before you see this movie. Cause I don't like the, I don't spoil it for her, but I tell her like my opinion on it. And if I liked it or not, I said, I like the movie, but if we go to see it, I'm going to need to tell you things before you see it. Cause I don't want it to affect you. Cause I know she's like Allison, very animal attached. And so certain parts of the movie would be very oh, difficult. It was definitely, well, I know like we are, but I'm saying yeah. like, yeah. I, I get chills thinking about it. Um, yeah. Let's give our our initial thought, our initial thoughts. And I mean, at this point, I think whoever's going to see it has seen it. So we don't need to really not do it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Spoilers. We're going to spoil things. We're going to spoil it all the way through because if you hadn't seen it by now, why are you here? Yeah. <laughs> um, I, uh, it was in I'll the get... title. I don't know why people do the non-spoiler section. It's in the title that we're going to be talking about the movie. If you want to watch the movie, don't come here. So. Yeah. Um, so when, um, my expectations and my hype was high for this, um, I walked out of that theater, man. And I remember saying to you one more time, like I was ready to watch this movie. Yeah. again. I, that's something that hasn't happened to me since Spider-Man No Way Home. Yeah. Um, exactly. The, I walked out of this movie. I felt satisfied. Mm. I felt sad. I felt elated. Um, I felt like joyful. I, I had so many uh, emotions coming out of me, and I was like, "God damn you, James Gunn! You magnificent bastard! You pulled yeah. it off for me." Um, it felt like an ending. It felt like an epilogue to the MCU. It felt like this is the movie that should have came out after Endgame and just closed up they could just close up shop and never make an mcu movie again i would be totally happy i, don't know about uh, that, but... I felt for me it felt yeah. like an unofficial ending to some of my favorite characters um it was a nice it was a love letter to those characters that james gunn wrote well yeah this is it this is yeah. the end this is the and final also, one i think it's his like goodbye message to the mcu and it surprisingly to me 
at the end of it, my first thought was, wow, I'm kind of excited to see what he does with DC now. Oh, yeah. I, I He can pull this off with MCU characters. It'd be interesting to see what his take is going to be on the DCU stuff. Well, Superman should be great. Um, I, I think it will. But you know, not to get distracted. But anyway, my, that yeah. was my initial reaction, man. I walked out of there loving it. Um, I still love it. Um, I want to see it again. I just haven't had the time. There's too many things going yeah. on in my life. But it, it's a movie I, I'm excited to rewatch. Mm. Uh, hopefully in the theater again, if not at home. Yeah. Um, and what I and like I said, to me, it felt like an ending to this era era of uh, the MCU. And yeah. I know this past phase we're ushering in a new new characters, but none of them have ever hit me as much as that first those first group of characters iron man uh thor and you know all these guys are saying goodbye and uh, it was to me it felt like a good ending um of course i'll still see the mcu movies but i to me this was my favorite stuff so uh you know it just um yeah i loved it that was my my walk out and to this day uh, yeah one of my favorites it was the first one for me since I want to say Endgame where I've actually like got home and like sat down and thought about it. Like what did, what just happened there? What just happened? Like we just had a lot of stuff happen and a lot of good things. There is one thing I'm not a fan of, which wait, I think I talked about after the movie with you guys, but the tuner there. But it was it's it's a really good movie. It's a fantastic wrap up to their story. It still leaves options for down the road for some characters yeah. to be able to do stuff, which is great. Uh, and he pulled off the the thing that I was hoping he would do, where he was able to finish this group's story without getting rid of any of the characters because it always seems like that's the, the default for some of these like iron man captain america uh black widow it's like oh to end these character stories they have to die there's mm-hmm. no way they can keep going without being gone because and we saw them because if we don't kill them then there's a chance someone would bring them back down the road and as the writer, I don't want anyone else to be able to use this character, so I'm just going to kill the character off kind of thing, you know? And we thought someone was going to die. But, man, yeah. it got close, and I really, really It was a perfect thought. like James Gunn thing where he got you right to the edge and was like, oh, it's going to be this guy. Nope. Mm. No, it's not. Like Nebula on the ship. Yeah. Uh, Peter, Peter Quill with the... Being in space. Thing. Yeah, yeah, being in space. A rocket with yeah. the stuff. So it was like each character, basically, like even Drax and um, Mantis. Mantis had their little things of this could be the moment. Nope, just tricking you. It's not them. It's not going to be them that it happens to, you know? Yeah. So, oh. Yeah, it was well done. I mean, it yeah, got, yeah. and also 
man, to set like I got so invested in Rocket, yeah. a CG character. Yeah, I got so invested in CG characters. I I I, I say to myself, I'm like, holy crap! I can't believe, like, man, I was brought to tears. I yeah, was yeah. brought. I I had a tear. There was that scene when Rocket gets to see his friends again. And yeah. I was like, oh, are we going there? Yeah. And you see them walking towards each other. Yeah. And his friend says, it's not your time. Yeah. And the audience went ape shit. Yeah. Like, we had a great audience. I tell yeah, we you. Did. It was a great was audience. A fantastic audience. Which I was kind of worried about because of the later audience. Usually those are a little bit less involved. No, you have two kind. You have two rowdy audiences. You have one who talks during Ant Man the entire time, or B, you have an audience who cheers and gets excited for these big moments. Yeah. And man, we got the good one. Yeah, uh, we got the good one. Uh, yeah, it felt so good. Um, like, uh, and I, I want to say the villain. Um, Holy crap. One of the best villains, one of the most memorable villain villains in the MCU um, knocked it out of the park. And it's so funny because he was in Peacemaker. I yes. didn't realize that that was the guy. The that alien, was, yeah. He, well, yeah, he was the guy in charge of the operation. Come to find out he was also yeah. manipulated by the alien. Well, um, he was a bug. Yes, he was one of the bugs, but we yeah. didn't know that until later on in the season. Um, Yes, but spoiler for Peacemaker if you haven't seen it yet. Um, holy crap! Like, I just loved how the high evolutionary. I just love how he wanted to create this world, uh, these worlds where these animals live, and but basically, it was basically any person who's ever bought SimCity. Yeah. Yeah. That's basically what he was. He's basically any human who's ever played the game since SimCity. Yeah, and then when he when it like, got corrupted, but it was with actual people as opposed yeah. to like a video game. It was like, oh, I want to make that didn't work out. Here's some aliens to blow it up and kill everybody. Yep. Start from scratch again. And there were some great moments with him. Um, also, there I love the fact that he gets so unhinged. Yeah. And they, yeah, the people that working underneath him say to him what is your deal you got to yeah. let this go and yeah. he was just like so unhinged he didn't care yeah um but I, I thought the actor pulled it off like man it was like you felt it and he they just let him go like yeah there was no holding back um and obviously what the interesting moment that people were talking about was you know they're going to be lifting they're going to be allowing an f-bomb in this movie now, I thought the F-bomb, maybe, I, I don't want to ruin it. The F-bomb is really funny. It's in a funny scene. Um, I think it worked out well. For some strange reason, I thought the F-bomb would have been in a more dramatic moment. Mm -hmm. But holy crap, it, the, the entire audience lost it. It was a great moment uh, for the F-bomb. But for a PG-13 movie, it did deal with a lot of dark themes Coarse language, the violence. Um, I, 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 the sets were fantastic. Um, it actually, they, um, it just came out that Guardians Volume Three hit the world record for the most prosthetics used um, in a single movie, which 
you felt it. I kind of felt like this movie, it, even though there are CG big heavy moments, it, it, fe- it felt tactile, like it felt real. Um, and I, I think that's great because sometimes like Ant-Man, um, it kind of felt like it was just on, done on volume. You kind of felt like, or even like She-Hulk, like the CG was so wonky. Um, so I think it was great that they had time to really make everything look natural, real, use prosthetic stuff if they can. Are you frozen, Mark? What are you doing? No, I'm here. I'm listening. I don't believe you to finish your sentence. I don't believe anything you just said. You're you're reading, you're doing something. No, I'm texting, looking up stuff and also listening to you at the same time. Well, anyway, um, well, yeah. I have like a little like I can hear a chipmunk running around my my roof, which is always fun. Um, I think over time, my the one complaint, and I know this is something you talked about. I thought Will Porter played Adam Warlock. I thought he was great, Adam Warlock. Um, Adam Warlock obviously was something that was teased at the end of Volume 2 with a pod. Um, Adam Warlock had to be introduced in this movie. So don't... um, I know James Gunn has been out talking about making the movie. He said this was one of the hardest things he had to do was to incorporate Adam Warlock into this film. Um, So that probably was an MCU thing that, hey, Adam Warlock needs to be introduced. Yeah. Um, So you have to... I thought, ultimately, bringing him in, and maybe after watching this movie a couple more times, my opinion might change. It didn't bother me, but I will say he wasn't needed, but I understand that they needed him in this. What what else could you have done? It It was, to me... It was a waste of the character. Yeah, but don't forget, this is his introduction. So he will be coming back. Possibly. Well, yeah. The person that they said would be returning is Star-Lord at the end of the movie. No, but they said War- uh, Adam Warlock will be in future MCU movies. Yeah, but based off what they made him out to be in the second movie as a possible villain to this whole movie... Well, he's never been a villain. He's someone that's. Oh, no, but you know what I mean. Long. Like the way it was set up, that he was going to be an integral part of this movie. A little bit, like they teased him in the the post credit scene in two. He was in a pod. Yeah, we saw a pod. Yeah, but I mean, yeah. they teased that he was coming. Yeah, and for him just to be basically like a side henchman type character in this, and not really having a story, so to speak, besides. You well, know, in the advertisement, we didn't know like what it. he was doing. We didn't know what his, his how strong his character was going to be. Yeah. Um, I mean, have him coming in, you know, he's he's kind of like on the leash. Yeah. With his mom, and then his mom being killed in front of him, him yeah. not knowing where he belongs yeah. in the universe. Um, yeah. And it just him, like they didn't go like for me, it just didn't go in depth enough into the character. It was kind of just a very yes, it's on like, the level of service. Yeah, it was a very surface character, and yeah. he just very much was just kind of there 
I don't want to say like as the mulligan, but like kind of as a mulligan for certain parts of the movie. Yeah. Like as the, you know, oh, well, we need to save Peter Quill from being lost in space, basically. Oh, let's have Warlock save him. You know, oh, we need to do this. Oh, let's have Adam Warlock just come in and do it, you know? Well, no, it, I like, mean, Adam a character Warlock... that I thought could be a bigger portion of the movie. Yeah. I think he just wasn't expanded upon enough to make him to make me interested in wanting to see more of him is what I'm trying to get at. See, like if I'm... I never have if there were more locks never another MCU movie, I'm not gonna care. I'm opposite. I want to see. Be like, oh man, that too bad. He's like, we don't see Adam Morlock ever again. I want to see more of him. I thought it was a good. His his introduction to me was sort of akin to Spider Man's introduction in Civil War. Spider Man showed up for the fight. Yeah, we already had Spider Man in something before that, though. No, that was his first appearance. In an MCU movie. Yeah, he'd already been in his own movie before that. No. Yes, Tom Holland had played Spider-Man before that. No, Civil Civil War was the first time. I don't think so. I think yeah. they're at least the first Spider-Man had come out before that. No. I'm so Civil Civil War was our very first look at Spider-Man in the MCU ever. And then in the MCU, but I'm saying I think he had a Sony movie before that. No, then his movie came out because the first movie was uh, Tony Stark was in it and he was his mentor. Remember? And they gave us that trailer and it was like Spider Man, everybody lost their shit. Spider Man first showed up in Civil War for the fight scene. That was the first time ever. And then he got his own movie. He got introduced, then own movie. Just like Black Panther introduced in another movie, then he got his own movie. I don't know time goes by quick mark. We're all losing our mind. Iron Man Homecoming came out in 2017. Civil War. I'm, I, I'll eat my shoe if I'm wrong. Civil War came out in 2016. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. That's his first introduction. So what what I'm trying to say is Adam Warlock to me was akin to that, where he's introduced in Guardians, but he will show up in something else. So I do yeah. want to see more of him. I thought he was portrayed nicely. I do like a younger take because this is a character that can grow. Yeah, um, no, exactly. And don't forget, Adam Warlock in the comics was a very integral part of the he whole... He kills Thanos. The, the whole uh, glove. He kills so, Thanos and takes the, the gauntlet. Yeah, so... So he's kind of a big character. He is, but so they could spin this to him being the one that kills Kang, I guess, since you know whatever happens there. Yeah, but not getting into that anymore than we have to. Yeah, uh, but anyway, I mean, we that's fine. I mean, listen, I, I I think I you make good points, Mark. I don't think you're wrong. I I'm excited to see more Adam Warlock. Honestly, that's my biggest complaint about the MCU right now. Is a tease these characters at the end of every movie, and then we never see anything. And which we got no teases of anything new. In that's this, fine, which is I great. Love, it was I nice. It was kind of like the nice wrap up of that whole story. It's like now we can kind of like put the the Infinity Gauntlet stone stuff away. 
my favorite things about this movie and move on to the Kang it, stuff. It was not tied to any other property. It's a it's it's tied only to the Guardians movies. Well, I mean, it was it loosely ended. like the 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 villain was a uh, uh, celestial, which goes with ego, and that's all been in that story. Yeah, that, but that was in Guardians too. Yeah, so it kind of that stuff still happening. But it was so it was just refreshing to just keep it contained. Yeah. It's a great movie contained. Yeah. Um, I mean, it'd be interesting to see now where they go, like the MCU goes next with the Marvels. I'm interested to see like what the story is behind that and what they're doing. You I'm know, overarching story-wise, not just the movie story-wise. Yeah, I mean... I, I think I, that's going to be the first one that kind of launches the new, other than Ant-Man, but will continue the overarching story. I have what no this idea. phase is going to be about. I don't know. I mean, it's weird. Now that Guardians is over, I'm excited for Secret Wars because yet again, it's dealing with an old, a character I love. Yeah. Um, Marvel's, it's kind of in between. It's got new characters with a new with an older one. Yeah. I'll, I, I, I'm excited for it, but yeah, we just got to wait and see. I don't know. They got to, you know, get things, make a clear, make make it a little bit more clear for yeah. us about what's going to happen. We'll be interested to see too, because the Marvels is, I think, one of the first, other than Doctor Strange, it's the next one of the movies that features characters that were from a Disney Plus show. Two characters from Disney. Well, the first, the other girl was in the first Captain Marvel. Yeah, but she got her powers. She got her in, powers in WandaVision. WandaVision. Yeah. All right. All right. So it's going to be interesting to see how that translates. Because I know there's folks that haven't seen any of those shows. Like my wife is not, Claire has not seen any of the Marvel shows. So. Will it suffer? Yeah. That? Will that hinder it? Will that help it? Yeah. Right. I mean. Captain Marvel was not a hugely popular character when it came out. I have no plans in watching that show, but I already know what happens. The trailer gave us that anyway. Yeah. Um, that was Miss Marvel, the TV show. But I'm talking yeah, the about Ms. the movie, the first Captain Marvel. Oh, movie. I like the first Captain Marvel. Yeah, I know I some know. people was very eh, weird about it. So it'll be very um, interesting to see how it gets received. Yeah. We'll see it opening night. I'm, you know, oh, we'll yeah, check it sure. out. Uh, we have Secret Wars. No, not Secret Wars. Uh, the Nick Cage. Secret Invasion. Secret Invasion in June. Yeah. Um, I'm so happy Bill Iger is back to be like, we need to space these out. Or Bob Iger. Bob Iger. So the fact that Bill's Guardians, <laughs> yeah, he, it gets time to breathe. Bill's more important, brother. Yeah. And it gives the Marvels to have the winter time, not crammed in the big, in, uh, at yeah. the end of summer. We're also going to get Loki in the fall. So they still haven't announced it. Yeah. But I'm assuming um, it's going to be summerish fall time. Yeah. Yeah, they still have not announced when Loki season two is going to come out. I yeah. think they're going to wait for this show to come out and then make that announcement. Yeah. Well, because uh, I don't want people to kind of like be overexcited for Loki and not excited at all for Secret Invasion. So, yeah. You know. Um, it'll be interesting to see how that all 
it all wraps and all gets going. But all right, so we're at that point. Uh, how what do you rate Guardians Volume Three? All right, Marvel scale of one to ten. I'm going to give you so on my little notepad that I've been yes. keeping track of everything I've been watching and anything of note throughout the year. Yes. This is what I wrote when we went to go see it on May 4th. Mm-hmm. I wrote awesome soundtrack, fantastic movie, the best Amazing MCU soundtrack. movie. That is awesome. Probably one yeah. of the best soundtracks in a long time. I said the, the best MCU movie since Endgame. I give it a 9.5 out of 10. Wow. And as of today, I'm sticking with it. I'm going to stick with that score. And I will tell you why I give it a 9.5. I give it a 9.5, even though I slightly disagree with, with your take on Adam Warlock. I get what you're saying because I give it, it would have a 10 if that Adam Warlock stuff was just slightly better or maybe not even in there. But it just been flushed out a tiny bit more. It would have knocked it to the, a, a full 10. But I will say this. I still I still liked his character. I want to see more of it. Yeah. But it was probably like I just wanted more. I just wanted more. So for me, I still stick with the 9.5 out of 10, which is fantastic. So, Marcus, what's your final? Right now. Ah, okay. Living the dream. You know it. Uh, for me, I would agree on all those things that you said. And I was also going to give it a 9.5 because of, I take the 0.5 off for the Adam Warlock stuff. If they had fleshed it out just a tiny bit more, I feel, and made his character a little bit more, uh, and I don't want to say important in the overall story, but a little bit more involved than just like a, making him a, a random henchman character who's like a, under servitude to the the big villain it's kind of like feels like it was thrown in there it wasn't like it feels like maybe feel like his character maybe feel like james gunn had wrote the whole script and then someone's like oh hey didn't you throw a thing in the end of episode or volume two about adam warlock and he's like ah god dang it i did hold on a second and then like went back and like threw in pieces for adam warlock to do yeah and then just like all right here you go and that was like the extent of it It, like it feels like his character wasn't like fully thought out and put into the movie to make it cohesive and make it flow better you know i i will say though me personally i think the adam warlock stuff worked a lot better than what they tried to do with Ironheart. Oh, for sure. I for thought sure. the Ironheart, Ironheart was definitely pigeonholed into the movie. That felt like they they stepped on the brakes in the middle of the it movie. It feels like they were like, okay, you can do the second Black Panther movie, but we've already decided we're going to do this show and we need a way to get her into the universe. So would you mind throwing her into your movie? So that way we can then be like, okay, now don't forget coming up. Because at the time, it would have happened like right after Black Panther 2 had come out, Ironheart would have happened. Yeah. But COVID world. 
So I think that's another issue with that is that I think it was going to make more sense initially. And then when everything happened, it just kind of now at this point, Ironheart show, I don't think anyone gives two hoots about it. And who knows what ever happened at this point. Yeah, I agree. So, yeah. So I will say the Adam Warlock stuff is still way yeah. better than that. Um, yeah. But overall, I mean, yeah, still 9.5 is really good. That's yeah. so close to being perfect. Um, yeah. Like I said, I want to see it again. My opinion might change. Might I might like it more. I might like that part less. I don't know. But yeah. right now, man, I love it. I, I love this movie. Oh, it's me, a great flick. I, it's, I, it's, it's literally up there with my top five MCU movies. Yeah. Oh, no doubt. Yeah. I mean, I think uh, Spider-Man No Way Home and Endgame and this were probably one of my top three Marvel MCU theater experiences. Yeah. Nothing will come close. I don't even know how we top Guardians 3. I mean... Yeah, the Marvels is coming out. I don't think it's going to top it. I no, don't... I think you're going to have to wait probably till like the Kang stories. Or Secret Wars or the Kang Dynasty or yeah. something. Yeah, like those um, ones. Yeah. So it's it was be kinda like it was like that kind of scope. And it feels like that's what the Guardians movies were. They were like the big team up movies, but it was just a team movie. So kind of like a lot of like the suicide squad which makes sense that james gunn would have been transferred over to the dcu for that because he's basically making that in the marvel universe and just not killing anybody yeah suicide squad he gets to kill everybody so yeah i think that's the smooth transition for him but it like i said at the very beginning of this it, it's going to be very interesting to see how he's handled the MCU characters, how he's now going to take that and put it into the DC universe of characters and how that's going to translate. And it's Should a be... very different type of storytelling. Well, Superman comics I think he... and DC comics. Well, not really. A lot of it well, character wise, it's a different vibe. I think Superman, because he's doing Superman legacy which is yeah. going to be the first one out of the gate. Yeah. Um, and honestly, I think the biggest thing about Zack Snyder's Superman, it was missing the brightness, the hope, the, the, it wasn't so, his Superman was so dark and dreary, even yeah. though I thought Cavill was an amazing Superman. Yeah. I just didn't care to watch a depressing mute Superman. Like yeah. it felt like, like someone was like Superman's about being bright, positive, yeah. being a hope, being like we 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 throughout darkness here's the light i felt like yeah. superman was the darkness he just felt so emo and he no, felt exactly. so yeah. like depressing it was the most depressing superman i've ever seen yeah. um even though cavill was a really good superman um yeah. but yeah we'll see uh anyway that was our review we'll be back next tuesday hopefully in the studio right hopefully um, that's the plan we should do it. Um, Depending on how the world works, we'll see how it goes. I will be telling everybody about my colonoscopy. And we'll be talking about Blink. We're going to be going to Blink this Saturday. So yes, we'll have plenty have to that. talk about. Yeah, Talk about as well. Yeah. Yeah, very excited. Yeah. So um, I need to get more water in me. And, uh, there you go. I know. I, my jello and water diet today. And uh, I get to blow it out of my butt at 5 o'clock. 
Nice. I know, it's very exciting. Have you had a colonoscopy? Yet? Not yet. Next year. Next year. You excited? After hearing what you're going through, I can't wait. I will see if I can get the tapes. We can air it on public access. Let's not we, do that. We could do like a little, we could dub over it. And then we enter the anus cavity. Oh, we're going down. Fantastic oh, voyage. Oh, oh, that oh. movie where the guy like they yeah, yeah. ship it to the guy. Yeah, yeah. Fantastic voyage. Remember Inner Space with Martin Short? Yes. I yeah. love that movie. Yeah. The movie is amazing. Uh Goldie Osmosis no. Jones. Is that the one that was the cartoon one? Yeah. But Inner Space had Martin Short and it had uh, Meg Ryan mm. and it had um uh his sons and the and the boys. Um, um, what's his name? What's his name? Uh, who, who's the actor's son who plays in the boys? Um, Someone's out there. Bobby's out there right now, telling us who this person is. Inner Space is an amazing movie. Anyway, nineteen eighty-seven. Inner Space. Uh, Dennis Quaid. Dennis Quaid. Yes, Meg Ryan. Uh, Fiona Lewis. Robert Picardo played the cowboy. I love the cowboy. Well, Church of the Cowboy. Uh, yeah. Great movie. Have you ever seen Inner Space? Yes. I remember it vaguely. Remember it. Yeah. 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 Good movie. Good flick. Yes. That's what yes. I'm going to picture is going to happen to me tomorrow. They're going to shoot a little ship up my butt. My butt. Yeah. He'll come back out and report back to them. Yes. Uh, but yeah, I'll film it. We can oh, we can dub it with our voices. Oh, we're taking a turn. Oh, there's uh, yeah. there's, there's the hamster Brian put up there when he was a boy. There he is. Uh, let him see. <laughs> you know, yeah, stuff like that. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, Kevin McCarthy was in it. Oh, the guy, Kevin McCarthy. Yeah. Yeah, it. yeah. Henry Gibson played Mr. Wormwood. He was in a bunch of stuff back in the day. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Great flick. I must have watched it like a hundred times when I was a kid. I would love to rewatch it now as an adult. I haven't seen it in forever. Well, it's a good day to watch it. Oh, I might check it out. Yeah. You probably <laughs> find it somewhere. It's probably on something. Maybe. You could watch it on Prime Video for two ninety nine. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> if it was free, sure. It should not be two ninety nine. It should be part of my prime. Yeah. What am I paying Prime for? Eh? 6.8 out of 10. That means it's excellence. I, yeah. I don't like that. It's good. Uh, anyway, Mark, we should wrap the show up. We got to get out of here. I got jello to eat. You got jello to eat. I got jello to eat. And, uh, all right. As always, everybody, we'll see you all next week. Make sure to check us out online for all our stuff we got going on. As always, be safe, be well, be kind. And get those colonoscopies. Rewind. Bye, everybody. Bye, brother.